Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the latest crop reports as farmers made limited progress progress this past week. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Partly cloudy skies. Wind north 20. The high plus 3. The low minus 9. Friday, mainly sunny, wind northwest 30 kilometers per hour, gusting to 50. The high plus 4 tomorrow, the low minus 6. Saturday, sunny, the high plus 4, the low minus 7. Sunday, sunny, the high 6, the low minus 4. Monday, cloudy, the high plus 5, the low minus 3. Tuesday, sunny, the high 6, the low minus 4. Wednesday, sunny, the high near 10 degrees. Normal high is 12 degrees, the normal low is minus 2 and that big winter storm is still coming to the northern part of the United States and into Manitoba, possibly southeast Saskatchewan. The sun rose at 7.12. This morning it sets at 6.19 tonight. And around the province we have a cold spot of Cypress Hills at minus 6 in the southwest corner. The hot spot is up in the northeast part of the Grain Belt at Hudson Bay, Saskatchewan, plus 4. Estevan is 0, Saskatoon 3. Swift Current, Weyburn both minus one. Yorkton is plus one. In Regina with cloudy skies, it is plus one. That's 34 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the northwest at 18, gusting to 29. Humidity is 47%. Thermometer dropping 103.3. Cloudy in Moose Jaw plus two. Winds are from the west northwest at 21. Once again, Regina cloudy and plus one. That's 34 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best. Online at mcdougallauction.com. Saskatchewan farmers made limited harvest progress this past week. Provincial crop specialist Corey Jacobs says another 8% of the crop has been put in the bin. We're still moving forward uh, with harvest, which is, which is kind of the main point. So we're up to 55% of the crop now combined, up from 47% last week but still behind that five-year average of 82% for this time of year. So we made some progress despite the snow? Absolutely. I mean, producers were still out there and kind of picking away at it is kind of the word I want to use. Some areas of the province, particularly the northeast, weren't, didn't experience as much moisture, and they've kind of been able to keep going and picking away at, at, at the harvest. Is most of it being harvested tough and damp? Absolutely. I mean, I, I, very little is being taken dry. Majority is tough and down. Producers are using grain dryers or other means to kind of condition that grain and bring it down into conditions where they can store it for long-term storage. What's the progress by region? So harvest is most advanced in the southwest region, where 71% of the crop is now combined. The northeast region has 61% combined. The west central region, 58%. And the southeastern region, 55%. The northwest region has 42% combined and the East Central Region, 39%. How do yields look? You know, yields aren't bad right now from what producers are saying. Estimated crop yields for the, for the province right now 
are 39 bushels per acre for field peas, 1,413 pounds per acre for lentils, 38 bushels per acre for canola, 23 bushels per acre for flax, 40 bushels per acre for durum, 44 bushels per acre for spring wheat, and 65 bushels per acre for barley. So definitely, I would say right around the average to maybe even ticking a bit above average for yield. How about the grades? So grades, so for spring wheat, 14% of the spring wheat is estimated to grade a number one CW, while 32 and 27% is estimated to grade a number two and a number three CW respectively. So we're seeing a very high reflection in, in our grading issues this year, quality issues. Which areas got the biggest moisture, the worst moisture? So we, we didn't have as much moisture reported this week, previous to the last week. So the Moose and Min area reported about 20 millimeters of moisture, and then the Elfrost and Bethune areas reported about 16 millimeters of moisture. So it was kind of in that east central part of the province where they received the most moisture this past week. What's the top soil moisture rating? So across the province, Topsoil moisture conditions on cropland is rated as 15% surplus, 52% adequate, 30% short, and 3% very short. And then hayland and pasture topsoil moisture is rated as 19% surplus, 74% adequate, 6% short, and 1% very short. What were the main causes of crop damage this past week? We saw a little bit of crop damage from the frost. We're finally getting into our kind of our first, you know, true fall frost. And some strong winds were lodging any crop that was left standing from the snow. Geese causing any problems? Yes, definitely. Geese and waterfowl and, and wildlife are causing some issues with feeding on swamp crop and just making life difficult for producers. And is there, of course, sprouting and bleaching and staining from the wet conditions? Yes, I mean, we, we've had sprouting, bleaching and staining for the last few weeks. Any moisture now is, I don't know if we could really sprout it or stain it much worse, but we are just definitely downgrading it to a very low quality. I understand you were on the combine uh, last week. Uh, how did that go and where were you? I guess we only got about a day, day, day and a half in. I was up at actually helping an old boss at Tramping Lake. They're just east of town. It went good. Just the canola and swaths were kind of not going through the prettiest, but it was nice to get out and smile and, and be a farmer for a day rather than being in the office. Corey Jacob compiles the weekly crop report for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Crown Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. Snow has put a halt to harvest in Manitoba this week. Manitoba Agriculture Crop Specialist Dane Fraze says the snow arrived early yesterday. It's certainly not welcome at this time. Uh, we would really like to have um, another week or two of nice, warm, dry weather to to uh, start putting the finishing touches on harvest. Uh, however, that's, that's, that doesn't seem to be the case for right now. So we're really looking for um, breaks in the weather. Temperatures can get on the field and, and get whatever crop they have remaining. Fraze says overall harvest progress in Manitoba is now about 70% complete, below the three-year average of 85% for this time of year. Phrase says there's a lot of variability with areas south of number one highway close to 65 to 70 percent done, while north of number one is only about 50 percent complete. Areas near the Yellowhead are only 30 to 45 percent complete. Phrase says a considerable amount of standing wheat remains in northern parts of the southwest region, partly because producers are harvesting standing canola before the spring wheat. If the spring wheat's been lying in swaths, um, farmers have, have taken a look at it and evaluated uh, the economic returns of some of those crops. Standing canola is easier to get into because there's some you know, movement underneath that canopy. And currently, canola has a higher value if it's standing in and still of good quality. Wheat that's been lying in swath for a couple of weeks and been rained on repeatedly and have 
uh, sprouts or moisture coming through the swath. Um, the, the grade is known to be, or it's known to be downgraded. So farmers are, are just uh, weighing their options and, and choosing the higher returning crops at this time to, to harvest as soon as they can. Fraze says canola yields in the southwest are modest in the 40 to 50 bushel an acre range. Moving into the northwest, spring wheat harvest is 95% complete. The canola harvest continues with overall progress at 80%. He says spring wheat yields around Roblin and the Paw are between 60 to 90 bushels an acre, near Swan River between 60 and 75 bushels. He says canola yields in the northwest region of Manitoba are in the 40 to 60 bushel an acre range, with some fields around Swan River hitting 70 bushels. Yields for field peas range from 40 to 80 bushels in Manitoba. Fraze says grain dryers and aeration systems are running full out across the province. There's some good news for farmers harvesting downgraded wheat due to rain and snow. The latest newsletter from Sask Wheat says attention should be on South Korean feed wheat purchases. Those prices are at just a small discount to milling wheat. The market outlook compiled by Mercantile Consulting Venture says Korea was a good buyer of feed wheat as a substitute for corn last week. The newsletter says the price paid by Korea was at a parity of $5.50 a bushel delivered to the elevator in Saskatchewan, which makes Canadian elevator bids for feed wheat far too low relative to international markets for feed wheat. Explaining further, the newsletter says feed wheat keyed off Korea's December purchase at $226. That equates to around U.S. $200 per ton FOB Vancouver, or $550 delivered at the elevator in Saskatchewan. The market outlook adds the new USDA World Grain Supply Report to be released today or tomorrow should support wheat futures due to higher feed wheat usage and reduced production. The outlook says the southern hemisphere is taking on increasing importance as dryness cuts crop potential. An Okotoks area rancher who's being sued by a man who was injured while trespassing on the rancher's farm in Alberta has filed a counterclaim against him. Eddie Maurice is looking for $150,000 in damage against Ryan Watson. Watson launched his suit against Maurice last month. Watson says he suffered physical and mental injuries after he was hit by a bouncing bullet that came from a warning shot fired by Maurice when he caught intruders on his property. Albertans were so incensed by the first lawsuit that they donated money to help Maurice pay for legal bills. It has gone past $54,000 in just two weeks from other farmers and people in rural parts of Alberta and Saskatchewan who say the experience is all too real for them. And lawyers have been lining up to represent him. In the suit, Maurice says he warned the intruders to get out as they were going through his vehicles, so he fired a couple of shots into the ground, but one of the bullets ricocheted. Maurice did call for help afterwards. His suit says he suffered from mental distress, anxiety, nightmares and worries it's going to happen again, and he's concerned about the safety of his wife and baby girl. Good update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And brought to you by Hickseed in Moss Bank. If you have the need for feed, call Hickseed. Grain prices were showing upward movement in early trading today. Viterra's prices for canola rose 70 cents at 419.36. Oats gained 261 at 187.09. Number one red spring wheat rose 73 cents at 218 dollars and 80 cents. The rest were all unchanged. Durham 260 dollars and six cents. Feed barley 146.62. Flax 485.93. Yellow peas, $218.54.
and feed wheat, 147.79. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, December wheat is up three quarters of a cent at 5.42 and a half cent a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. And the Canadian Canola Growers Association, up to $1 million now available to farmers. Visit ccga.ca slash cashadvance for details. This is a market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of October 8th. It was Weyburn's turn for a regular sale last week. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.80 cents to $0.88. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.70 cents to $0.80. Cents. Good butcher bulls sold from $1.04 to $1.18. We had our first pre-sorted calf sale here on Monday to kick off the fall run. The market was strong. 400 to 450 pound steers averaged $2.40 and sold up to $2.51. 450 to 500 pound steers averaged $2.31 and sold up to $2.51. 500 to 550 pound steers averaged $2.21 and sold up to $2.31. 550 to 600 pound steers averaged $2.12 and sold up to $2.26. 600 to 650 pound steers averaged $2.08 and sold up to $2.14. 650 to 700 pound steers averaged $2.07 and sold up to $2.14. 700 to 800 pound steers averaged $2.04 and sold up to $2.11. 800 to 900 pound steers averaged $1.82 and sold up to $2.05. Heifers were about 30 cents back from the steers. Some of the highlights from the sale were a group of 500 pound tan steers at $2.30 a pound, a group of 550 pound tan steers at at $2.25 and a half cents a pound. A group of 600 pound tan steers at $2.14 a pound. A group of 650 pound tan steers at $2.14 a pound. A group of 700 pound tan steers at $2.11 a pound. And a load of 780 pound exotic steers at $2.05 a pound. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets cattle and the prices too. And now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,300 hogs Wednesday, selling in a range of 128 to 149 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,100 head, selling in a range of 133 to 152 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up, and four contract prices are trading lower this morning. U.S. cash markets are higher for the second day this week, despite very little positive news on the domestic front, as the pork cutout was lower relative to the previous day. The export market now is thought to be carrying the momentum upward, with some analysts citing higher values of dental cuts relative to their domestic counterparts essentially pulling pork into that channel. But while the export market is performing well relative to history, it is still far below what was expected when the African swine fever story first broke in August of 2018. Lean hog futures have shrugged off what would normally be considered a positive weekly export sales report that saw China commit to over 123,000 metric tons of pork for 2020. A couple likely reasons for the modest response this morning includes a less than clear outcome on the China-USA trade talks currently taking place in Washington, D.C., and the fact that the deferred contracts representing a 2020 delivery timeframe are already trading at premium relative to history. The outlook today, partly cloudy, wind north 20, the high just plus 3, the low minus 9. Tomorrow, mainly sunny, wind northwest 30, gusting to 50, and a high of plus 4, the low minus 6. In Regina, cloudy and plus 1, 
That's 34 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.